The College Football Experience Florida International Panthers 2022 College Football Season Preview Episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet. Get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts, and you can grab it for free. So do that. And let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Colby Swiggin' Database Dead, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> Time to take a take a flight. Go to the airport, take the flight, uh-huh. subscribe on YouTube, people, as you will see the college football experience is theirs. We're breaking down all 131 college football teams with a solo podcast for each and every FBS team in the land. And also subscribe wherever you get podcasts. The college football experience, we're, we're there. We're there. We've been rocking there for years. All right. I am joined by my co host. Give it up for former. Former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, oh yeah. See, this is the kind of music Florida International needs to like ingrain into their DNA. You know. This is just a school without a ton of history, you know. The and airport, though, 2002 is uh, what I'm seeing as the uh, the beginning of this team's uh, history. With Don Strock, former Miami Dolphin and Cleveland Brown and Indianapolis Colt. Geez, they had a lot of tough seasons at the beginning there, didn't they? Don Strock was a Virginia Tech Hokie too, oh, so man. he came down there, to South Florida. Yeah, so that they're a five and six first year independent. They went zero and ten, then zero and seven, then zero and six, then zero and twelve, and then your savior Mario Cristobal came in and they went one and eleven. I think they apparently they had some wins during those seasons. They just vacated wins for three straight seasons. Yeah, that's South Florida football. That's, yeah, that's, that's what they do. But then an, a legit zero and twelve, yeah. followed by a one and eleven <laughs> under. Our favorite uh, Miami guy, and then three and nine, seven and six, eight and five. So Cristobal did get them to two bowls. 
There you go. Then, but then those final year back to three and nine. <laughs> then Ron Turner, brother of Norv, comes in one of Is a, that right? Yeah, one and know. eleven, four and eight, five and seven, four and eight. And then Butch Davis, the best coach they've ever had. Patty C comes in eight and five, nine and four, six and seven, three straight bowl games. Yeah, before the wheels five and then last off. year's debacle. Um, what do you make of this program? I like the airport. You like talking airport football? I feel like they missed an opportunity to be the jets here. They should have been the Florida international jets. That's true. The Panthers. What do you like? You want to be Miami here? Is that, is that where the uh, Florida Panthers? I think they're out of Miami, right? Yeah. Yeah. And is there a lot of Panthers down in South Florida that I don't know about, but buddy, I mean, you look back at this program, I'll, I'll even go back to as far as, as you know, they've struggled, right? They've struggled. They, they, they got housed by Kansas by 30 points. Not that, I mean, you know, Kansas, Kansas hasn't beaten many teams by 30 points that long ago. It wasn't last year. This was a while ago, but I mean, oh, wait, wait. 2002, they started, did they go straight to the FBS level or what was their, yeah, path? I think so. They had to be an independent for a little bit, but yeah, three years as an independent, but they went before joining the Sunbelt in 2005, but they just went straight for it. They went straight for it. Shout I out to admire them. Yeah. their uh, tenacity and their ambition there, but been a bit of a tough road, but they're, they're kind of like making it there. I'm looking to see if they've scored any power five wins besides the obvious. Um, I know the obvious would they beat Louisville in 2011. Nice. Um, they beat UCF that year as well. Uh, soon to be a power five win. Um, I'm just looking to see, did they chart? I know they have a big one in a little bit. We're going to get to two bowl wins in their history. Yeah. I mean the airport. Is is the airport a sleeping giant, Patty C? Oh, well, you would think, you know. I mean, any anytime you putting a fence around Miami is not gonna happen. You have the hurricanes there. I think Florida Atlantic, for whatever reason, has a kind of an advantage here. I hate to I hate to tell you, Panthers fans, but you're number three in the in the Miami Dade general area here. Uh, but maybe you could overcome the the owls. They bit UCF a couple times. Wow. Really? 15, 15, 14 in 2015. Got that dub, found a way to get that dub. Um, but as far as power five, well, wins, I feel they, like they're you, clinging to Louisville. You can be the number three team in the city of Miami and still get a considerable amount of talent, even with the likes of Alabama coming and raiding the top talent, like the trickle down effect leaves you in a pretty good state. And we'll talk about it later. That's reflected in the recruiting rankings. Well, I can tell you this. It was not that long ago, Patty C. Three straight bowl games. They were starting to build something. Um, it was the year 2019, and they beat the Miami Hurricanes. Oh, man. Just three years ago. FIU had one of the greatest moments in recent college football history with their brawl with the Miami Hurricanes. Oh, that's always great. Yeah. We encourage. More fights. Yeah. We like to see Miami that. Miami football being portrayed at its best. Uh, but they beat the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, I mean, that's pretty crazy. It was only three years ago. That's a fucking terrible loss for the Hurricanes. That is. And so they have to, so I, I didn't go back all the way, but for since two thousand eight, yeah. They have two power five wins, Louisville and Miami. <laughs> That's satisfying in a certain way, you know. <laughs> two programs that have made their bread in the Florida 
general area. A lot of it in Miami. Wasn't uh Teddy Bridgewater a Miami guy? He was a Miami guy, if memory serves me correct. Um Good round, you're celebrating with your appetite. Bad round, you're losing you're using your appetite to forget about the round. I'll tell you something about appetite. It's a real fucking great thing to have. You're damn right. It is a great and they have appetite by by coming up, just not fucking around saying, Let's go. Let's hop into it because Butch Davis is gone. He definitely had some classic lines about them not investing in their athletic department, saying they're using Mississippi State shoulder pads from 2005. <laughs> Love that line. He's gone though. And in comes in wheeling and dealing. It's easy to see a tide turn. Mike McIntyre. I know him from his stints at Colorado and San Jose state. Oh, did a great job. I thought of both. I thought he, I thought he deserved one more year at Colorado considering what he walked into. And it seems like what they had in mind for Butch Davis. Obviously, Butch Davis had done it in the city of Miami before, but Mac, Mike McIntyre, a builder in the same way that Butch Davis was. And if you know, you check it out. I mean, this is a guy that was born in Miami, 1965. Oh, a All homecoming right. of sorts. Yeah. So uh, he was a scout for the University of Miami from 1964 to 1967. His father, that is. Um, so you got to dig that. He also, his dad uh, was coached uh, for the university of Tampa. Is that, I'm assuming that's UCF now. University. I'm sorry. USF. I'm sorry. Not UCF. Probably. Um, he was also a D yeah. So he's just been all over this uh, shout out to George McIntyre, legendary football coach. Um, so here we are. Mike McIntyre is the brand new head coach, Patty. See you hop into obviously last year was a complete and utter disaster. I actually, it seems like, cause Butch Jones made those statements about there were one in 11. He made the statements about the university, you know, not, and it seemed like the, the team kind of quit on him too. So mm. they open up, they took the long Island sharks, you know, they just whooped that ass 48 to 10. There you go. Long Island football has a long way to go. Apparently. And th- and then year two, I'm sorry, week two, not year two. They take on Texas state. They almost won this game. It was in overtime. They lose 23, 17. I'm going to make a case that like things were looking all right early on. <laughs> Seriously. Like, okay. They go to Texas tech. They get smacked. Right. I mean, Texas state went four and eight last Still, year. I'm just saying like they could, they could have, this team could have easily been three and one the month of September. If what, the, well, what would have been in the third win uh, at central Michigan? They lost by four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're so, right. you're so right. They could have been three and one. And it, it, at, when you look at the, the, what they were doing at the end of the year, it looked like the team quit. They ended the season. They lost to Southern Miss, who couldn't throw. The, they were Frank Gore Jr. was playing quarterback. He's a running back. They just put him at. They were doing the Wildcat with Frank Gore Jr. Thirty-seven uh, seventeen. They lost by forty-two to North Texas. They lost by forty to Middle Tennessee. Dude, it looks like the defense quit in week three. They didn't give up any less than thirty-one points for the last ten weeks of the regular season. That's what I mean. It you seems, can't. It win. seems like they quit. It seems I like need they some quit. Adrian telling telling yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, you really if you're giving up 31 points every single week, Adrian, tell tell them what you got. God, can't find. I can't find it. Can't find the guy. Here, um, give me something it? of that. You can't win. 
There you go. There we go. You, Sorry. You cannot win FIU. Um, so Mike McIntyre comes in, and this is a guy that's done the rebuilding project before. I know you look and and, and if you I'll put the graphic up on the screen if you're watch if you're watching on YouTube. Mike McIntyre is 46 to 65 as a head coach. I think most people would say, you know what? That's a shitty record. He's terrible. Not the case. I think Mike 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 McIntyre can actually coach. You look at what he's done, Patty. First off, he's a Bill Parcells guy. Yeah. All right. Say no more. Yeah. Coached coached under Bill Parcells. Coached under David Cutcliffe. Mm. Right. Um, pedigree. And you look at what he's done at San Jose State. When he took them over, they were terrible. They're, they're absolutely terrible. So one in uh, twelve his first year. Second year five and seven. Third year ten and two, and he got Coach of the Year awards. Right. Then he goes to Colorado, which was an absolute dumpster fire after the uh, Dan Hawkins slash John Embry situation. Four and eight, two and ten, four and nine. Then boom, ten and four, and I think that was like a top ten finish, uh, or maybe top twelve. Uh, fifteen in the coaches. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's after they lost the ball lost game. The right? yeah, yeah, you're right. Um. Uh. Then the five and seven and five and six. I thought. He deserved a third year considering what he walked into. Right? I mean, national coach of the year in twenty sixteen. Yeah. I, I thought he deserved a, a third year from the ten and four season. You know, I, I I still feel like he's taken two programs that were absolute dog shit and turned them into ten yeah. win teams. Yeah. He didn't maintain it the entire time at Colorado. He built it and then he slipped. Okay. And so there is a little bit of a question as to you sustainability. Know, yeah. What is yeah. Mac, Mike McIntyre? We know he can build a program. Can he maintain it for most years? That has yet to be seen. Uh, we will see. I'm sure FIU is fine with him building it. I, and I know at Colorado is more to the story. He wanted to retain Jim Levitt. The, the, I think Colorado has something within their state laws that their assistants can only get paid a certain amount of money. Mm. And then uh, Jim Levitt went to Oregon. We saw what what Mario Cristobal might want to send a Christmas card to uh, Jim Levitt for running those defenses and having them really yeah. fucking good. Um, so anyway, let's hop into it. David Yost is the OC, Patty C, and I know you like this guy. Brand new OC. I mean, I this is the first time I saw a picture of this dude, but he looks like uh, a beach bum that's maybe been smoking weed for the last thirty years. And that is nothing wrong with that, but uh, it's right in at FIU. You would think he's been coaching since the eighties. All right. He was at Tiffin university. Does Tiffin university still play football? Patty C I'm not sure, uh, but I'm pretty sure he was smoking weed while he was there. Well, hopefully they are because more schools need to play football. Cause it's the greatest thing on the planet. Yeah. Toledo. He was with uh, Gary Pinkle at Toledo in the mid nineties when they had Wasan Tate at running back. There's a poll for you. Nice. Uh, then he went to Missouri, followed Gary Pinkle to Missouri with their years when they had Brad Smith and Chase Daniel. And all those, right? He was at Missouri all the way up until 2012 and Missouri. Remember when the sec said, Hey, we'll take these big 10, these big 12 schools. They're not going to be any good. And Missouri went to like the sec championship almost every year. Yeah. <laughs> start. He, David Yost was the OC yeah. for those years. Yeah. Well, he was the uh, offensive coordinator slash recruiting coordinator. Yeah, man. This guy and assistant head coach. Yeah. He, uh, he honestly looks like uh like what? What's the movie where uh, the guy, the the turtles are sur- surfing? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's one of those Pixar movies, and they have like the super Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, something like that. Yeah, this he's, guy, he's the master splinter of of, of <laughs> this. Uh, <laughs> he is the master of, splinter of this, of this airport. Fun. That's right. Um, 
He just looks like the biggest stoner you've ever seen. It is great. He'd get like Jake Busey. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Gary Busey's son. Yeah. So uh, look after Missouri though, he goes to Mike one leech, our boy, friend of the program. Shout out, shout out to uh shout out to our pal, you know, who just got a contract extension today. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi state. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. That's yeah, our pal. He was a uh, Washington state's uh, rec- receivers coach. So he went up there after that, after the pinkle thing. And then he went to Oregon. <laughs> With uh, he was actually there at Oregon, I believe, the Willie Taggart year. Um, and then he went to Utah State, and now he's with Mike McIntyre. There you go. Uh, quarterback position coach for the majority of his career. Coaching standouts like Brad Smith, Chase Daniel, and Blaine Gabbert. Are yes, we about to see about Blaine? Yeah, FIU. Uh, oh, as well as Justin Herbert and Jordan Love. That's true. Utah State. This dude is a quarterback <laughs> guru at Florida International. Uh, so look, he's he's got his work cut out for him. They were 114th in scoring offense a year ago. There's only 130. Well, last year there was only 130. This year is 131 FBS teams. 119th in rushing offense, Patty C. That's not good for business. 30th in passing offense, but wow. charting overall at 93rd in total offense. 93rd, and it it depends on how you look at this. But they have only two returning starters on offense. Wide receiver Tyrese Chambers, who was pretty good last year, and right tackle Lindell Hudson Jr. Only two returning starters on offense. Mm. So two. 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 That's pretty fucking bad. But that's tough. College football 2022, when a a coach leaves, you know, half the team leaves. He brings in, uh, you know, if he's from another school, he brings in some guys. Anyone that's got any decent chance of getting big shine. Is leaving with the coach to his new spot. But what I do think happened here, I mean, we're going to talk defense in a second. We're going to talk transfer portal and the schedule and everything uh, in recruiting. But uh, the running back situation, I think EJ Wilson or Lexington Joseph will get the start. And at quarterback, you know, Mac, Mike McIntyre's a uh, David Cutcliffe guy. Gunnar Holmberg was Duke's starting quarterback a season ago in the year prior. And Cutcliffe, I think, made that phone call to McIntyre. So he is transferring it. I'll get it more onto the portal in a second. But defensively, Jovan, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, uh, he's got his work cut out for him, too. He needs to have what, what we're drinking because uh, the scoring defense was 126 a season ago. Jovan, do it at his first defensive coordinator spot this year since 2010. Or 2011 at Northern Iowa. This is his first ever FBS defensive coordinator. Northern gig. Iowa always has good defenses, though. 125th in rush defense, 111 in pass defense, 128th in total defense. They were the second worst defense in the nation last year. I'm sorry, third. Third worst defense in the nation last year. I can't count. You would think that's uh, only one way to go up. Yeah. Well, two or four, two or four are back on the defensive line, and that's both defensive tackles, Patty C. and Jeremy Passmore and Davon Strickland. Mm. Uh, they're breaking in a brand new set of linebackers and just one of five back in the secondary. That's Pierce Withers. I mean, you look at the first team, you know, uh, you read the, so many different publications that, that try to project the first team offense in the conference USA. You see a lot of, uh, you see Tyrese Chambers on a lot of publications, you know, first team offense, the wide receiver. Also, tight end Rivaldo Fairweather. 
Some pass catchers, you know, some legitimate great pass last catch. name. Sure, he's a fan of the Yankees, uh, Cowboys, Red Sox, ah, Lakers, and uh, yeah. yeah. Um, third team offense, the running back Lexington Joseph, which I don't know that he'll start. He's got a porn star name, Being yeah. Lexington Steel, obviously. Yeah, Lexington Joseph, close enough. Lindell Hudson, also uh, the guard. I'm sorry, the offensive lineman, the, the right tackle. Also, uh, Davon Strickland getting on some of them, getting on some all conference defense that love. Same with linebacker Donovan Manuel and and uh Gathan uh Bernet Bernadel. Bernadel. Jeez, I can't talk. Decent linebacking yeah. core. For for them not starting last year, you gotta like that, man. So we'll talk portal. We'll talk recruiting. We'll go game by game. Shout out to the graphics team. They gave us this sweet ass graphic. Uh for uh subscribe on YouTube once again, college football experience. All right, folks, but before we get there, I gotta get us paid. I want to tell you that the college football experience, Florida Atlantic. No, I'm sorry. Florida international airport style uh, is brought to you by win bet bet $50 at win bet. Get $200 in free bets, bet big win bigger with win bet. Download the win bet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by sleeper. You already play fantasy on sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars at sleeper.com slash S G P. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Mm-hmm. That's right. Without added security. You might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why here at uh, IP, you know, here at the SGPN Studios, I'm going to cough. <coughs> here at the SGPN Studios, excuse me, uh, we use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. Um, IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communication, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. You would think at an airport that would be especially important. Yes. You do not want terrorists, yes. you know, tracking your emails at the airport. Use IP Vantage Florida International Airport. That's what I'm saying, all right? Uh where where's uh where's my I'm just all over the place here. I can't find my uh my drops, man. I I don't know. Um anyway, uh, go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP and claim 70% of your savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Patty C, we are back talking Panther football. It's easy to see a tide turn. That's yeah, what boy. I was looking for. Damn okay. it. I'm just off on the soundboard a little bit. Hey, you got to dial it in. Let's go. Well, you know who dialed it in was it was Mike McIntyre, the transfer portal. Is that right? He went after it. Keep an eye on some of these guys. I mentioned quarterback Gunner Holmberg. Patty, see you love a quarterback named Gunner. I actually don't. I think it's <laughs> one of the douchier things a parent can do. But anyway, uh, well, Gunner Holmberg. I mean, look, his, that, what do you mean? His parents were were trying to basically say, "Hey, this kid, he's gonna be firing the ball all over the field." All right, Gunner that's Holmberg a, comes I mean. in. If you're a parent and your idea is to put your kid at the quarterback position, you have, you have, you've messed up. You know what I did? I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm thinking full. I spent four years on the offense and defensive line before moving to tight end and linebacker to fullback. 
yeah. at tailback. I never played the fucking wide receiver position. And then I finally, when I was a small skinny ass kid, got switched to the defensive backfield and the quarterback position. But that was a natural progression. And by the time I fucking played quarterbacks are pussies, let's fucking let's <laughs> call it what it is. And if you are trying to make your kid a pussy, then <laughs> there's something wrong with you. Okay. I played the quarterback <laughs> position because I had to. Okay. That, that's what it is. Um, anyway, the only thing on my mind, Gene was pussy. There you go. There you go. Uh, Gunnar Holberg, regardless of, of how pussy he is, Patty C, I think he's going to help the offense. He's an experienced starting quarterback. He comes in, and I think Mike McIntyre is going to be able to work with him. He also has wide receiver Sherrod. Look, I don't know if we should call them Florida International Airport or Florida International Syracuse Airport because they brought in a, a lot of guys from Syracuse. Wide receiver Sherrod Johnson, cornerback Adrian Cole, uh, defensive end L- uh, Lattery Kinsler. Yeah, maybe a bigger connection between Florida and Syracuse than we realize. <laughs> Hence the Florida State versus Syracuse ACC protected rivalry. rivalry. <laughs> oh my god, disgusting. Uh keep an eye on this guy though. Linebacker linebacker Donovan Manuel comes in from East Tennessee State. East Tennessee State was an FCS playoff team a year ago. And they actually played, I feel like early on, North Dakota State kind of tough. Keep an eye on on Donovan Manuel. I think I think he could be a get. All right. Uh, tight end Josiah Mia men uh, from Iowa comes in wide receiver, Jacoby Hewitt, Jacoby. Maybe that's my son's Boom. new name, huh? Jacoby. I like it. Give him a little flavor. I kind of want to name my kid Dion. You know, how many white people do you know that gave their kids like a, a Latrell or something? It's going to happen. We need to start that. Gonna We're going to start that movement. Jacoby Hewitt comes in from Indiana where I remember. I think that's a great Jacoby kid. Hewitt. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and safety Willie Reed from Central Michigan. He was a starter there. Cornerback Henry Gray from Nebraska. Wide receiver Randall St. Felix from South Florida. Another great name. Yeah. Uh, Kyan uh, Brumfeld from Texas Tech. Geo Richardson from Chattanooga. And I think I ran through all of them there, but they went out. They were very active in the transfer portal. So, which might make them better than what we think, Patty C. Good for 74th overall nationally, seventh within the conference. Decent, decent showing in the transfer portal. Talk to me about recruiting overall though. Uh, You know, this team recruits a lot better than you would think, you know, a lot better than a lot of people would acknowledge nationally over the last five cycles, 69, 83, 80, 86 and 98. So some slight slippage under McIntyre. Obviously you'd expect Bush Davis to be a recruiter, especially in that area. Uh, within the conference, that's been good for one. Are six. you a recruiter if you if you uh, give someone a car? That's quote quote recruiting. <laughs> <laughs> that's recruiting down in Miami. The yeah, Nevin Shiro standard. How fucking hilarious is it that like down in Miami, uh, they've been slapped with like sanctions every time they've come up, which has basically been why they've come up. And now the NIL is happening. They're These, signing everybody. This fucking recruit. This this uh, booster can't help himself. He's like. Basically spitting in the face, like testing, testing. The NCAA is down there, and he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he's because like, he went through his own law firm. Yeah, he's doing it. He's basically saying, "Beat me, NCAA." Fringe legally, you are not gonna beat me, NCAA. Yeah, and he's probably right. I think he's right because him going through his law firm. Yeah, like the lawyers are the the middlemen here, essentially for the players. Yeah. So I I I would assume they've there dotted their eyes in their lowercase J's. Are seventy five corrupt boosters at any given time willing to fund Miami football. 
And when Miami has it's a, a lapse in judgment, yeah, exactly. And now they have all the reason in the world to fucking do it because they can't get in trouble for the fifteenth time for it. Miami is about to come up finally. Miami is yeah. about to be. The with question the is, though, is will the airport also tap into that? They should. There's got to be a booster down at. Uh, come on, FIU. So anyway, recruiting wise, within the conference, one six four three seven. Uh, their four-year composite rank within the conference over the last four cycles three one two six. They should be a lot higher. That that uh, out of how many teams in the conference USA? Well, eleven now because a couple just left. But yeah, it was it was fourteen. Either way, mostly in the top half of that conference, which suggests they should be winning more than half their conference games. Hasn't been the case. Time to play a little better football and not just recruit, but. They are recruiting okay. Yeah, well, let's get to it because if you see the sweet ass graphic on YouTube, the win total, Las Vegas is basically projecting uh, Florida International, aka the airport, to win three games this year, Patty C. Mm. Three games. Uh, on first, Not. without looking at the schedule, would you say over or under? Let me see their recent history again. Uh, last five years, they have done. Um, Eight and five, nine and four, six and seven, oh and five, and one and eleven. So that but one based and six that recruiting stuff, it kind of makes you think. What was Bush did? You, they must have quit on him because one and sixteen, despite having the top uh, half of the recruiting class or uh, t- uh, top six recruiting class within the uh, conference, they should be winning at least four or five games every year just based on that. Here's the thing, though: Vegas slightly leans to them going four and eight. Uh, it's minus one forty on the over on three. It's plus one twenty on the under. So they're basically telling you they kind of think they're going to get a fourth under game. three. No. Oh, wait. Kind of. They kind of think because the action you're going to make more money if you call the under. It's plus. Okay. Okay. Plus one twenty on the under. Okay. okay. Right. Minus one forty on the over. Okay. So Vegas. Vegas is leaning to the three, under. but probably no. 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 Am I fucking am I, am I am I confused here? You are. Okay. Uh Vegas is basically saying that cuz look, you you don't get a good return on the over. Okay. So Vegas is saying they we think they're the juice is on the yes. on the over or on the on the under rather. Yes, yes. Okay. That's what I thought. No no more drinks for you. All right. Dude, you're um, fucking with me. Uh so uh 3, Patty C, 3 for 2022. Week 1. Thursday night, SGPN studio gods. I will be rocking. We're going to have this on one of the screens. You better believe that. Cause the Bryant bulldogs are coming into Ricardo Silva stadium. Nobody comes into the airport and gets a dub. Give me Mike McIntyre to get his first win. You would think so. What did Bryant accomplish? His first win as, as a sky captain. Seven and four. Watch out, Bryant! Last year. Watch out, man. Uh, I don't think they're a real threat. Let's go, Panthers. Yes. So right there, you are two wins away from catching and your you over. Already two wins in your first year, match the previous year's uh, coaching job. So I'm saying the airport. You just, if you could just land this fucking thing, you got just just two more wins. All right, there two more go. wins for these Panthers. Wow. <laughs> Uh, they're at, uh, they're at, they're going to San Marcos week two. Very, San Marcos, very winnable game. I like what Spavadol has been doing there though. Four and eight last year. I think they're getting better though. 
Two of their wins were in overtime. Their other Maybe two wins, right. <laughs> their other win was by two points, and then they had an eight-point win over ULM. Texas State sucked, but they were better than their record indicates. I do feel like I'm going to go Texas State here because it's on the road. I'm guessing 50-50 game though. I do think it's a 50-50 game. Uh, there's a bye week then, and then they're at Western Kentucky. Patty, the loss that is an ass whooping. So one and two. They have three away games in their first four games. Tough start, but they go to Las Cruces to take on Jerry Kill and New Mexico State, who went two and ten last year. This is anyone's game with an FCS win over South fucking game Carolina State by eight points and a seventeen point win over UMass in Las Cruces. I'm going FIU, buddy. I'm going FIU easy. I think I will too. Easy. So two and two, if not three and one, and then they're home to UConn. Hit the over right here. <laughs> Hit the over. <laughs> I'm not so sure. Jim Moore brought in a lot of transfers. That's true. I'm going to say they go one and one in that stretch with no, New Mexico and UConn, New Mexico state, New Mexico state and UConn. Yeah. Okay, fine. So I got them there at two and three. I don't think New Mexico State has a prayer of beating FIU. FIU, mind you. Okay, let me re- re- recount this recent history. Eight and five, nine and four, six and seven, then zero oh and five and one and eleven. But they were performing pretty decently up to that, and their talent level hasn't really dropped off since those nine eight win seasons. New Mexico State's won one game in a row, buddy. <laughs> All right, so. Look, I think I actually think it's UConn that will beat them. I'm saying three and two. I'm saying three and (laughs) two. So you're saying you're already pushed. I'm already pushed. I I'm saying two and three. They're then home to UTSA. Do they lost? Yeah. So two and four for me. At Charlotte, I don't think they win that game. That's a that's a coin flip, but I'll give it to Charlotte. Uh, Home to Louisiana Tech. That's a loss. I don't think they win that game. At North Texas. I don't like that it's on the road. Yeah, I'm gonna go North Texas. Okay. Home to Florida Atlantic. If you listen to our Florida Atlantic preview, which you can go listen to, uh, I took FAU. It's probably a loss. At UTEP. That's a 50-50 game at least. I'll it, I'll give it upset special here. There you go. UTEP won seven games last year though. Uh, did they really? Yeah. Jeez. Um. Okay, that's generous then. I'm just gonna go ahead and say they get somewhere. They're, in there, gonna, they're go gonna go one. right on this number. Final game is against Rick Stock still in, in Middle Tennessee. They're gonna go three and nine. I got them at four <laughs> and eight, if not five and seven. You're feeling good about it. Look, the airport. Mike McIntyre is a great fucking coach. Things are gonna good. Things are gonna happen. Uh, pound I, the over. I lean over because it's McIntyre. Yeah, I think they're three and nine. I lean over. Realistically, I lean over. Stay away from this one. Yeah, stay away. Uh, I don't like the uh, the number here on the Florida International Panthers. All right, folks, subscribe to the College Football Experience because we're breaking down all 131 college football teams. We'll have a solo podcast for each and every one. So subscribe. Tell a friend. Hey, look, if you're swift enough, if you're smart enough, if you're good enough to give us a five star review on iTunes, take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D or the college football experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Show us that screenshot. We'll send you a college football experience t-shirt. This brand new logo right there. Look at that logo. Fly. 
fly. Um, Patty C's on Twitter. At I, Patty want C831. I want that pennant. I want that pennant. We gotta, in we my gotta room. get that pennant. We gotta, we gotta talk to a pennant guy. Yeah, pennant guy. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. We are the College Football Experience. Subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast as well. They're already doing NFL stuff. You got, you got to jump in and check out what they're doing. Props, fantasy football drafts, everything you can think of. Win totals. Um, uh, so check out the sports gambling podcast, check out all of our other platforms. We also host the college basketball experience. We also host the USFL gambling podcast and the uh, college baseball experiences. That was a fun season. So uh, that's us, but also our whole crew SGPN. We handle everything. Golf gambling podcast, NBA gambling podcast, uh, uh, notorious OTB horse racing Zed run for the digital horse racing with Scott Bowser, our boy. So and there's a ton more. Just get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store or Google Play Store. And uh, yeah, get that app. And then, uh, yeah, I think you'll dig all of our stuff. Check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast as well. And Patty, see anything less, anything else to say about the uh, the airport? Hey, I want to see you guys take a step forward here. Buckle wanna, up. Buckle up. Really, what I want to see you do is beat Florida Atlantic. Let's see if yeah. Mike Mack and his coaching chops are up to the job. That's what I'm talking about. So this is your captain signing off. We're at uh, 400 feet, and uh, <laughs> you know what else do they say in that thing? Cruising, uh, <laughs> cruising altitude. That's right. Cruising altitude into three wins. Shout out to Mike McIntyre, <laughs> and uh, remember to tip your uh, tip your stewardess. All right, folks. This is the college football experience. Let's fly on out of here with the airport FIU. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. Suck ass. So wait, if they're getting plus juice, then that's not good. Oh, the better is getting better odds. If it's plus, dude, I swear I was fucking. You were saying plus 